Episode 106, Impacting Marriages. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And uh, wow, what a weekend we had. We yep. are back from the One Extraordinary Marriage Retreat in Okemos, yes, Okemos, Michigan. And um, we're going to be sharing a lot of the insights from that retreat, the impact it had on the marriages that it was that were there, uh, on the couples that were there, and the impact on one um, in this community. It was a, it was an extraordinary weekend. And, yeah. um, it, it was just a blessing to be there. That's, that's for darn sure. So we got to give a, a big old shout out to Susan and Bob Menzel out there mm-hmm. who invited us to come speak and gosh, just allowed us to just share from the heart what we've been doing here for two years right? on the podcast, you know, and being who we are. Mm-hmm. and not putting any really stipulations around what we do. And wow, was it just amazing. I will have to say, it, it was a crazy weekend for us because we took off on Thursday. Mm-hmm. We flew pretty much all day. It was about 12 hours of, I think it was about 11 or 12 hours of flying time. Then we had about a 45-minute drive into Okemos from Flint. So we didn't get into our hotel room until midnight. Yeah, give or take. Yeah, I think it was midnight on Thursday. And so by the time we got into our room, we were beat down and tired. Luckily for us, Friday was a really relaxing day for us because the conference didn't start until 7 o'clock that evening. Let's be honest, the blackout curtains really did help because we... (laughs) (laughs) The hotel was great that we stayed in. Uh Uh-huh. We were at the Holiday Inn Express there in Okemos and... um, I, I think we need blackout curtains for our room at times. We would, yeah. But the thing is, if we had them, we'd never get up because seriously, guys, we finally fell asleep. Don't forget, we had a three-hour time difference, but we fall asleep uh, probably twelve thirty, one o'clock, mm-hmm. maybe even later. And you know, at nine ten Friday morning, I wake up and I'm like, "What time is it? What time is it?" It's like it's ten after nine. Why? I'm like, "Oh my gosh, breakfast is over in twenty minutes. Get out of bed." I'm like, "We're like throwing clothes on." I'm like, "I don't care what you look like. I can't miss breakfast." Which we could have missed. It wasn't the, I mean, it it wasn't wasn't the, the greatest, greatest, but it was food. It was food. It was better than us having to go sit somewhere and just go get yeah. a bagel and donuts yeah. or something. I mean, so. So, but it was, it was a great hotel. Once, we, once I got the sleep out of my eyes and sort of woke up on that Friday morning, it was really good. Elise and I were talking about what we were going to present on for Friday evening. And then we still had plenty of time. We weren't going to get picked up by from. We weren't going to get picked up by Bob and Susan until about one o'clock for lunch. For mm-hmm. lunch, and I was just feeling a little restless. The greatest thing is that there was a really nice fitness center with dumbbells, so I could just get a nice solid workout in. Got a workout in, and then we just hung out mm-hmm. before lunch. Oh, another key: we they got us the jacuzzi suite. Yes, love it. Thank you very much. We enjoyed the jacuzzi suite. Uh, and I would highly recommend to all of you, if you guys are doing a date night away, if you can splurge just the extra 10, 20, 30 bucks, whatever it might be for the evening, get that jacuzzi suite. Make sure you bring some bubble bath stuff just to make it all fun. But wow, we didn't get into it until Saturday evening after the last session and, and being out with everybody. But it was just so nice. Well, and one of our listeners, um, Danielle, 
mentioned that they'd gotten the jacuzzi suite one night on a date night. Was it yes. Danielle? Yeah. Yeah. O'Toole. Oh, Danielle O'Toole. She you know, made mention of the fact that you know, they Dave. did splurge on one date night and got that and just enjoyed it. And there were a number of couples that were at the retreat this week and that had the jacuzzi suites and they were just, they were loving it. Mm-hmm. Just the relaxation. Let's face it, an oversized tub is never a bad thing. And when you don't have kids around and it's just the two of you and for hours it was just fun. Uh, you guys know, and maybe you don't. So welcome to all our new listeners, mm-hmm. first and foremost. Thank you for joining us here at the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast. We are so happy you found us, however you found us. We're, we're just happy you're here. For those of you who've been listening for a while, last January, we turned off our cable here in our house. It was just, it was time to just cut the cable. There was really nothing good on. We do miss football. Other than that, there's really nothing much that we were watching other than just wasting a bunch of time and money. Mm-hmm. So we cut the cable. At the hotel, it was nice, though, the way the jacuzzi was set up, that we had the TV, we could turn it, and we just watched the travel channel. Okay, we have to talk about the travel channel. Okay. Because it comes up every once in a while. So we're actually watching the travel channel on Friday Mm -hmm. before we do our presentation. And I'm flipping channels because I I enjoy the couch potato thing when we're in a hotel. And um, I see this episode that looks almost like Pig Out in America. And Pig Out in America is a show of the top 10 places to pig out in America, although they now call it, it's got a different name. Um, but we start watching this and I think, I say to Tony, I said, I think this is the show that you were on. Because back in 2000, when Tony hiked the PCT. Or the Pacific Crest Trail. Or the Pacific Crest Trail. Um, there were pictures taken of him at this little diner, cafe. Cafe in Syed Valley, which is the last stop before we entered into Oregon. So here we are, we're watching this television show. Sure enough, it is the same episode that's been airing for the last 10 years. And there at number three are pictures of Tony trying to eat these five one pound pancakes. Um, So that was just kind of a fun little deal that just pops itself up every once in a while. But it was just kind of one of those fun little, oh, we're chilling out. And there's Tony on TV once again. It was cool to see that. Yeah. I mean, it just, and that's a complete aside over the course of the weekend, but (laughs) here's the funny thing is I will get people who will, who know me and are flipping channels and they'll come up to the travel channel and they'll go, were you ever in this show called pig out in America? And they'll, they'll be describing it and I'll let them know that that was me. And it's funny because I'm wearing glasses and I have a beard I look, I have a shaved head. I'm completely different than what I look like now. And so for them to recognize that, I think is really cool. It's just a fun little thing that, and we watched it again. I think we've seen it. We have to, yeah. I mean, I think we have, back then it was only VHS tapes, but I think we have that VHS tape somewhere. We do. I know exactly where it is. No. In one of my piles. I I could like walk to it right now. Amen to piles. Anyway, so Friday night comes. Yep. And, um, First off, their worship mm-hmm. was amazing. Just the emotion and the energy that they brought to to the weekend, fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it literally was rocking this room. Yeah. Um, and everybody was into it. And they played some really fun games. I have to say, <laughs> the games. You know, because sometimes you go to the you know these types of marriage retreats and you don't know... Exactly where the games were. the games were fun. 
Yeah. We didn't, we were observers for the games. We didn't actually participate in any of them, but they were fun. And I loved, I loved this overwhelming sense of community mm-hmm. that this group had. They were pastors and members of different churches all within the same um, district, the same district there in Michigan. And yet you would have thought they were all like, you know, hanging out together on Sunday afternoons, watching football games, all of them together, the way the friendships, you could tell the friendships just went across lines and, you know, whatnot. So it was really just, just a strong sense of belonging. And even for us, you know, we were brand new to their group. We are there as the speakers and we just felt welcomed in. We'd had lunch with um, the really, crafts right, the craft. earlier that day. Mm-hmm. And um, just, we were ready to hit the road. A little bit of, you know, every time we get up and talk and even, you know, there are just even times when we're getting on the podcast, that little bit of butterflies going, okay, you know what, God, what do you have in store? A little bit. No, I had a lot. You had a lot. I did. And I, I truly believe that when you get behind the mic and you get in front of a group, if you don't have those butterflies Mm -hmm. sometimes, then you're not there and you're not putting, you're not putting everything you have into that presentation that speech and i was just i was just nervous really the only person that had heard us or the two people were susan and bob had heard a little bit about us and had listened to the podcast a little bit pretty much it was susan everybody else had no clue who we were or what we'd be talking or what we would be talking about and so for me that's a little Mm nerve-wracking but at the same time i really felt the holy spirit just going you guys are here for a reason mm-hmm. and I'm going to be right beside you. You know, it's that one thing that Elise and I have talked about a lot this year so far. It's just everything we do. It's just, I trust you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I trust you, Jesus with whatever it may be. So, you know, we get there at six thirty or so, meet some people, talk, worship goes games. So that's a whole hour. And then Elise and I are going to present after that. Mm-hmm. And so, we decided that, you know, when you're meeting a new group, just like any of you who come to listen to this podcast, it's probably always best to start here, listen, but we love it when you go back and listen to episode one and number four is a big one and number seven's a big one because one tells you, episode one tells you about our 60 days of sex challenge. Number four tells you about all those heartaches we've gone through. And number seven really dives into one of the big ones, which is pornography. Mm -hmm. And so what we felt necessary to do was instead of just getting up there and preaching and teaching from the pulpit without giving anybody an idea of who we are, we went right into our story. And basically, you know, episode four. Yeah. And as you guys know, I mean, we're very passionate about our story and it's one that we feel a lot of folks don't talk about. Right. Because other than the financial part, people will talk about that. But and that's what we did. We started with um, we started with finances mm-hmm. and we talked about um, how pornography impacted our marriage. Mm-hmm. And we talked about Andrew mm-hmm. and what child loss does to a marriage. And so this this was our here's who we are. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is this is Tony and Elisa. And then we wrapped up that evening session talking about the 60 days of sex. Right. And so, so we've taken them on this crazy roller coaster ride. And then we wrap it up Friday night saying, you know what, tomorrow we, we've got tremendous teaching in store for you. Um, but we're going to wrap it up here. 
the, the cool thing is too, for us as speakers to be up in front of an audience and you're there and you start seeing the heads nodding mm-hmm. and the people going right on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm tracking you. You know, and, and I want to say this group was diverse as you could possibly get. I think we had folks there that were, were newly, well, we had people that were engaged there. We had singles. We had singles there, <laughs> which is cool because we have a lot of singles and engaged folks listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. So we, we love you guys because you guys are learning before you even take that step. But so singles, engaged, newlyweds. All the way to 50 years. 50 plus years married. So we had a diverse group of people here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when, when it's that diverse too, as speakers, you're going, oh, wow, I wonder how this is going to, how this is going to impact, mm-hmm. you know, each of those groups, you know, because you got different age, ages yeah. there. I mean, you got all the way from your, your 20-ish all the way into your 60s and 70s mm-hmm. that were there. And so for us to be up there and having the head nods, obviously, when I was talking about, about pornography, I could just sense a lot of the men in the room just just looking at me like, wow, I feel you, dude. I mm-hmm. feel you. And then when Elisa was talking about the loss of Andrew, the tears streaming down her face, I, I don't think there are many dry eyes in that audience. I mean, you could just feel the pain and the hurt that Elisa was sharing, and I could too. And so to to go through all of that, go to our 60 days and end it there was sort of like the little cliffhanger, little teaser, little teaser. And we, that, that's it. We, we ended it there. We didn't do a Q and a session. Mm-hmm. We were, um, fortunate enough to be able to have some books there. So we were able to stand in the back of the room, talk to a number of the folks that were there, greet them, pray with them, talk with them, uh, share our book with them. And then we headed off to dinner Mm -hmm. and they had picked some, what was that called? Texas, Uh, Texas Roadhouse, Texas Texas Roadhouse, Roadhouse, I think. Yeah. Some, it was some fantastic steak steak place, which is exactly what I needed because as some of you may remember, I'm still trying to bulk up for a fitness competition in June and with traveling and nerves, I hadn't been eating like I should have been. And it's just what it is. And I, I knew that was going to happen. So it was just good to just plow into a nice big old hearty steak that night. Well, oh, and when, you know, the, so the conversation coming off, even before we left to go to the restaurant um, with Bob and Susan, there were folks coming up to us who, you know, were saying we've lived through all of that. Or mm-hmm. we've, you know, we've had a couple of those same experiences or we, you know, all of a sudden we weren't the speakers Mm-hmm. we were Tony and Elisa, just like we are on the podcast to them. And in fact, one of the gals, Ira came up to us and she said, you guys are just so, so real. And I said, that's great because that's what our listeners tell us on a regular basis. They love the fact that we're real. And, and you know, they were having different conversations with us about the fact that we had the courage to bring light to these topics that don't get talked about. Mm-hmm. People don't know how to talk about child loss, so it just gets swept under the rug. People don't know how to talk about pornography, so they don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And yet you have these issues that are rocking marriages that nobody's talking about. So we... we, we 
Well, I don't want to say they're not talking about it. What What's different, and, and we thank all of you, all of our listeners who've listened to us for 105 episodes that allow us to speak our voice each and every week. What you don't hear and what you don't see is a couple talking about mm-hmm. it together. That's That's the difference. You see it from, you may have, a gentleman up there, or you may have a woman up there speaking about marriage. And what's odd sometimes, even some of these folks are not even married, but they talk about marriage. So for us to get up there and speak like we do behind the po- behind the mics for a podcast, I think that's where the impact was, was hap- happened there. Mm. And that's, that's a very good point. And, you know, so we were having a lot of great conversations. People would come by the Mm -hmm. table at dinner and just want to talk to us and um, just loved the message, loved the message that so many of you have heard over the last two years. And, you know, I'm hoping that there are many of you listening tonight or, you know, this week that will be hearing your first podcast because you just listened to us in Michigan. Yeah. Um, And if so, welcome, a great big welcome to you. But it was just, it was just great conversation and, you know, people wanting to know more not just about us, but about the one community and what's there and how we, how we've created this. And so, you know, that was Friday night. We just kind of wrapped it all together and, you know, had fun conversation with Bob and Susan and with everybody else coming by the table. I mean, they, these guys know each other so well that they're not afraid to have a tiny little food fight in the restaurant. You know, like I'd see breadcrumbs flying across or I'd have Mm -hmm. to duck because something was coming over my shoulder and, um, well, they, they also have peanuts over there that you yeah, can Yeah, it was one of those restaurants that, yeah. But they weren't throwing the peanuts, though. It was the bread I kept seeing flying. Oh, but the bread was good, too. Yeah, really good rolls. Yeah, the really butter good. was like a It was cinnamon. like a cinnamon sugar butter. Yeah, yeah. very good. Um, <laughs> so we finally, we go back to the hotel Friday night, and we're just wired. Just that yeah. energy. Um, and Did we se- have sex that night? I know we had had sex earlier in the day on Friday. Oh, that's right. Yeah, how to, how to get ourselves ready. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because you guys really needed to know that. So then Saturday morning, we were so fortunate. We actually had um, a couple listeners, the Lindleys, who drove out from Illinois. Yep, Christopher and Jennifer. To join us and um, just so thrilled they were able to make the trip. It was, you know, a bit of a trek for them. Fortunately, yeah. they had family about an hour away, so they were able to um, have the their kiddos. kids stay there the night and then come and join us and we were it worked out so that we could all have breakfast together mm-hmm. and just really get to know each other better um saturday morning and so that was a real treat for us yeah. and i know the f- folks there um in michigan were thrilled that they were able to make it yeah um so that was that was a special treat saturday morning before we presented it again mm-hmm. yeah that was a true blessing just to hang out with with those two and just learn about how they found out about one and what they've been doing at, at their church mm-hmm. and, you know, more about them and their marriage and what they're going through and gone through. And it, it was just really fun for, for Elisa and I. It's always fun for us to meet folks who have been listeners. Mm-hmm. And so we always, you know, reach out to us. Let us know if you're in San Diego. Let us know, you know, or if you hear we're off somewhere, let us know. I mean, we're planning on doing more conferences and more seminars. It's, it is our goal and our intention to do more after doing this one. We, we've just really 
feel that this is where we need to be heading mm-hmm. more to reach more people. Um, as much as the internet is, is the greatest thing in the world, uh, there are a lot of people out there in many churches across this country that sex is not talked about. It just isn't talked about. And Elise and I believe that with your guys' help over the last two years, obviously, have a message of hope when it comes to sex. Mm-hmm. And in a way that is God-honoring and that will build up marriages. And so it is our hope and desire to do more. So it was just fun. Yeah. It, it was it was just a good it was a good time. And then we presented on on Saturday and we, we went we went big. We went after what we believe one of the the topics and intimacies that isn't talked about, which is obviously sexual. You guys hear us talk about it a lot, obviously, because we do talk about it and we talk about all the intimacies here. But we we went after the sexual mm-hmm. and we went right from our book stripped down 13 keys to unlocking intimacy in your marriage and you guys can go grab that at one extraordinary marriage.com and we took some of the highlights mm-hmm. um you know and it really it challenged a lot of folks sitting in that room um it challenged them in how they look at their spouse and how they relate to their spouse and what their own activities are yeah and and, and what their responsibility is. And, um, well, let's tell them the, the highlights that we went over were calendar it. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to put time for it on the calendar, you know, and if you don't have our book, please grab it. You can get it audio ebook or the soft cover. Um, we actually have more soft covers in stock now. So please purchase if you, if you'd like one, but we went over calendar it you got to put it on the calendar. Then we went on to take the lead. Mm-hmm. This is an area either spouse, both spouses need to take the lead, be it the husband who doesn't want to because he's tired and frustrated, or it's the wife who just has been very, it's become very easy for her to say no or turn over mm-hmm. or just step aside. We then talked about change of scenery, which is a big one for many of us. And Elisa and I can totally relate to this because for many, 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 many years, it was always in our bed, always in the same position. We didn't really change much up. Always at night, lights off. Always at night, lights off. You know, and for us... Change of scenery has been probably one of the biggest areas to help us with our mm-hmm. sexual intimacy. It just it, it has allowed us to break out of that mold. We then talked about no rejection zone. Mm-hmm. You know, the bedroom becomes that area where you're not rejecting your spouse because as we have heard and have dealt with ourselves after a while, the one who's always pursuing gets rejected. You get tired of it. It could be it could be one time. We've heard it before. I mean, a, a spouse has pursued, got rejected, and won't do it again. Just is done. Or it could be a spouse who is who is pursued numerous times, rejected numerous times, and it's just they're at their wit's end, and so they just give up. Right. And then lastly, we we went with prayer works, and you would think. 
with us speaking to a group of Christians, uh, their pastors there. It was that one was one of those big eye openers and a lot of talk that I got afterwards from some of the pastors just going, wow, that was just awesome to awesome. How you guys spoke about allowing God into your bedroom Mm -hmm. and praying to God for this abundant sex life. Yeah. And then, you know, we obviously couldn't leave them with just all of those steps and nothing to do. So we challenged them to the seven days of sex challenge, which for those of you who've been listening may this year, I think we're going to be doing it. We have to look at the calendar. Yeah. But I think it's going to be sometime in May. Yeah, because we try and do it before the kids get out of school to give you the benefit of the of the time of the time during the day when the kids are at school. Yes, um, and so we wrapped it up with that, and then we were able to just—I mean—the energy in the room, and you could tell that they were tracking with us. You could tell that we definitely had challenged them, um, and yet in a good way. You know, it wasn't. Like we had a lot of hesitancy and a lot of, oh, you know, you people are wackos. All you talk about is sex, you know, that type of thing. Um, <laughs> Some of you think we are. Uh, you know, that's okay because somebody has to talk about sex, you know, and we fielded a bunch of questions after and uh, the questions were so thought provoking yeah, and so well said that it really enhanced the overall program. I mean, these were, you know, the what if questions and the how questions that really kind of gets to what we're all desiring. I mean, we want to be intimate. We want to be close. We were designed for that, but sometimes life throws us curveballs. And so how do you get around that? And then, you know, we had this great, there was a a college age young man who was there and you know, he's sitting on one side of the room with his college buddies and his parents are on the other side of the room. So he raises his hand. He's like, this is going to be a little awkward because my parents are in the room and I'm thinking, okay, great. So now I've got to make sure that I'm answering his question, but not alienating mom and dad. Yeah. Um, and it was mom and dad were just mom and dad were wonderful. Just wonderful. We got to spend lunch with them afterwards on Mm -hmm. Saturday. Just wonderful folks. And and so, you know, it was that kind of dynamic though, where, where the 20 somethings were okay asking those questions in front of, you know, people that were their parents age and grandparents age. And, you know, so you had this interplay of communication across the generations who guess what? You know, everybody desires to have sex regardless of how old you are. So this is not an age specific seminar. Mm hmm. And that's what was so exciting about it is the fact that, like Tony said, you know, we had college something singles to newlyweds to married 50 plus years and everything in between. Mm-hmm. And they all walked away going, okay, you know what? I learned something. You know, pastors who have been in ministry for years mm-hmm. hear us talking about praying in the bedroom about sex and they're like, oh, okay, you know, there's, there's something to think about there. Mm-hmm. You know, couples who have never had that frank talk about, you know what, I would like you to touch me like this. Now have that conversation on the drive home going, okay, you know what, we need to talk about this. There's no little kiddos in the car. There's no, you know, we don't have the other stuff of life surrounding us. Let's talk about this. Mm -hmm. You know, we challenged them because we gave them the calendar, a calendar for the month of February. And we said, okay, you know, Put an X on the calendar when you think you're going to have sex. 
And I loved that some of the wives were joking how their husbands just drew a big giant X across the whole calendar. Mm-hmm. And the wives were okay with that because it was opening up that dialogue. Right. And you guys know we, we talk about calendar a whole lot because spontaneity in our busy lives doesn't happen. And so the, the more that we are intentional about our intimate time together, our sexual time together, the more we are going to grow in that area. Just like if you're going to put date night down, you need to put that sexual intimacy down Mm -hmm. because you guys know, just like us, if we do not put the date night down, it's not happening. And so I still believe if there's one thing that every couple should be doing is putting that time down on their calendar. And you guys might be just starting out and going, well, geez, you know, that seems a little odd or what? Just start with one time a week. Mm -hmm. You know, Is it every Wednesday night or is it, you know, it has to happen between Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday because those are the days that work best in our schedule. So the both of you know that you're going to have sex on either Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday each and every week. You know, I like that sort of flexibility so it's not just on one day because if, if it's Wednesday and you feel like junk on Wednesday and then you don't have sex and then you... Your spouse gets all upset because you didn't, this and the other. So that's why I always like, hey, pick a A range, a range, Tuesday, Wednesday, Mm -hmm. Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whatever works best for you. But yeah, that that was a good one. We had a lot of laughs during that section. People Mm -hmm. were were definitely jiving and and tracking with us. And, And I just think the conversations that we had after where... Oh, we're just, you know, we're hearing from couples who have gone to marriage retreats for many, many years. And we're sharing with us that this was the first time they'd heard some of these issues talked about at a marriage retreat. And one of the gals even said, she goes, but these are the things that are impacting marriages right now. You know, Mm -hmm. sex is a huge issue in marriage. Hello. Pornography, huge issue in a lot of marriages these days. People are dealing with financial crisis on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And, and so it was very encouraging to us that our message is a message that needs to get out there right now. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that we are touching on those topics that a lot of people don't want to talk about. And because you have built, helped us build such a strong community, we have the conviction and the courage to go out there and stand in front of an audience and say, you know, we're going to talk to you frankly yeah, about these types of things. And we want to get out there and do more. Well, and just today, I posted this up a while back on Facebook. And if you're not on our Facebook fan page, I'm telling you, join us there because that's where you're going to be able to get interaction with us during the week. Mm-hmm. That's, wh- that's where we interact the most. And you can get that on facebook.com slash one extraordinary marriage. Well, I put up some time back that Lifestyle Magazine emailed us because they are doing a week on extraordinary marriages. And what does it mean to have an extraordinary marriage? Which I found awesome. (laughs) And they had asked if Elise and I would want to come on the show. And today I had the pleasure of speaking with the producer, I think it was, Steve, and just talking about our story and what, what... we could talk about on the show 
And he was just really excited about what we had to share. He loved everything he had been seeing and listening to on One Extraordinary Marriage and the and Facebook and how you guys are really active mm-hmm. and wanting to know more and how you're able to um, just be a part of something more. And so he really was digging it. And so that's, that's going to happen in the end of April. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to do that. It was just one of those times, I think, guys, and we talked about this after 105 on episode 105. You know, 2012 for us is a year of change. We're, shout, we're short selling the house. We're at this point in our lives where it's like change has to happen. Mm-hmm. We, we, we got to grow. And I think, and Elisa agrees with me with this, is that this weekend, again, is, is always about those that are in attendance. But at the same time, it's God giving us a little kick in the butt and nudging us forward in our lives. And one thing we realize is that we just enjoy the speaking and we just need to get our message out there more. And so between just doing what we're doing now, we're going to just really make a concerted effort this year in 2012 to really get out there on some TV shows locally. Mm-hmm. How can we how can we get out there and impact our community even more? How we can can we get out there and impact other communities even more? One of the things we talked about is starting our own our own seminar. Just mm-hmm we're thinking of naming it, you know, the stripped down seminar, the stripped down conference and really just going over, really honing it in more. One of my passions and Elisa as well is just becoming better speakers. And so that's one of our goals. It's a skill that is learned. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about, you know, when you're getting up on stage and you're really just going at it full force and leaving everything out there. And so for some of you who know Dave Ramsey, you know, when you go to a Dave Ramsey um, seminar or conference or watch it via, via teleseminar, right? What are they DVD. Called? Well, DVD. he's on DVD now. Or what, but when they do those live ones. Teleseminars. Yeah. Teleseminar. I mean, when you watch Dave, you can just see the passion and how it comes through and how it's so well choreographed. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we, were ta- we talked a lot on one of our legs of our flight yesterday just you know, this is really where we need to be because God isn't just setting this up for no reason. And what were you going to say there? Well, no, I was just going to say, you know, it really struck us this weekend um, on Friday while we're sitting there in the hotel and, and just thinking back over the journey of the last three and a half years. Um, Cause really this all started in the fall of 2008 when mm-hmm. Tony got really stubborn about the fact that he wasn't leading a small group unless it dealt with sex and intimacy. Like there was nothing he was going to do that no study could come before him that he was going to accept unless it had to deal with sex and intimacy. And so it's really interesting to see how this path got set in motion Mm -hmm. by that stubbornness of his to say, uh, uh, this, yeah. this is what I'm going to do. And yet you look at what has happened since the fall of 2008 when we started that 60 days of sex and that intimacy ignited group. Mm-hmm. And you look at all of the amazing things that this community has been able to accomplish in that three and a half years. And it's just the beginning. Right. You know, and so as we talk about having an impact on marriages, 
one of the best things that you guys can do is continue to share this podcast, share comments on Facebook, share links to the podcast. Because one of the things that strikes us every time we're in front of an audience, whether it's on air or face to face, is that you can never tell by looking at a couple what's going on behind their front door. Right. You can't tell if they're a couple that's got it all together and they are just tracking, going 100 miles an hour in the same direction, fireworks are happening every night in the bedroom, or if they're the couple that when they go home at night and the garage door closes, one of them sits in the living room and one of them sits in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. They might sit across the table from each other at dinner, but they're not saying a word. You just don't know. And so one of the best gifts that you can give your friends, if you believe that this podcast has impacted your marriage, is to share it with somebody else. Yeah. You know, you've heard... Pick out, pick out a show that you think could impact that family member or friend. There, there's 105 of them. You know, go through. Which, what one impacted you? Which one do you think could have an impact on that person? Well, it's like I got a phone call from a girlfriend last night, and she, or not last night, last week. She is in a women's Bible study. Right. And at the end of one of their sessions, um, one of the women asked for prayers. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, you know, like we do when somebody asks for prayers. I mean, there's just an outpouring of love and concern. And they asked, these women asked the woman, what, what was the problem? And she said, I think my husband is addicted to porn. Mm-hmm. And so my girlfriend and longtime listener said, you know, after everybody had prayed and whatnot, um, pulled her aside and said, I'm going to send you a link mm-hmm. to this website. They're friends of mine. Um, they have dealt with this issue. And I will, I'm going to send you the link and I will look up what episode it is that deals with pornography because they have talked about it. And you need to you and your husband need to know about this episode. And so she goes home, she finds the episode, episode seven, forwards it to this gal. This gal forwards it to her husband and says, will you please listen to this? And he does. And he calls her crying because it's the first time he's heard another man talk about the issue of pornography and the impact it had on his marriage. And that's life changing because now like we did this one exercise this weekend where um, after we had shared all of the challenges that we've been through, Tony asked everyone in that room, there are about a hundred people there this weekend with us, raise your hand if you've ever faced any challenges in your marriage. And lo and behold, every hand went up in that room. Except those who are single or engaged. Okay. To be expected. The to be married, expected. Yes. Of the married couples, every hand went up. And then we said, look around because you're not alone. And you who are listening, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. If you're going through a dark time, a tough time right now in your marriage, you're not alone. You're not the first. Let us know how we can help you. You can email us, mm-hmm. info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. You can call us, 858 876 876-5663. Let's do that again. 858-876-5663. You can let us know how we can help you or just let us know where you're at mm-hmm. because you're not alone. 
when Elisa and I started this journey called marriage, we didn't know the stuff we were going to go through. And you know what? Many of those times when we were going through it, we felt alone. We didn't know where to go. We didn't know who to turn to. And you don't need to go it alone anymore. You don't. There's too many resources out there. There's too many people who are out here who love you. And we're one of them. So don't go it alone. Let us know. Even if it's just via email, you can keep it anonymous. It's fine. We're not going to put it on the air. Many of the emails we get, you you guys don't even hear about. Mm -hmm. Because it's just personal stuff. And so we want you to know we've been through it. We've been through tough times. But it takes work. It takes time. It takes commitment. It takes a desire. And you just got to realize it's a journey that we are on. We are on a journey. And where Elisa and I are now has taken, if you take it even from three and a half years ago, it's taken three and a half years to get to this point. Before that, it's taken many, many more. Yeah, I mean, it's just... You don't know what God's got in store for you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so often we're like, oh, I just wish I knew what the future was going to bring. I just wish I knew it was around the corner. The thing is, we really don't want to know. We think we do. But if we could see God's whole plan laid out, it it would scare us. It would scare us. It's so awesome in the, you know, just full of awe meaning. And so we take we take each day and the best thing that you can do is make the best of the present. Hmm. Cause like I shared with those couples that were there this weekend, I am not guaranteed the future. I have this moment. I can't do anything about the past. So let me live in the present. Let me make this moment be the best moment. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's our challenge to you this week. Live in the moment with your spouse. The past is going to be the past and there might be hurts and there might be issues that need to be resolved. But don't spend so much time looking back that you don't take the time to look across the table from the person to look at the, across the table at the person that's sitting there. Yep. Don't worry about the future. That will take care of itself when it becomes the present. Mm-hmm. Right now, live here. And celebrate that person across from you. I heard it best from a girlfriend I was talking to today. And she's like, you know what? I realized this weekend that I do not celebrate my husband for simply being my husband often enough. For choosing me above all others. I need to thank him for that. And I thought, that's amazing. Because so often we think about, oh, he didn't put the banana peel away. Oh, the toilet paper is going the wrong way. Oh, I got to pick up his clothes. Or he's thinking if she would only put her piles away, how much longer is the laundry going to be on the living room floor? Are we eating the same meal again for dinner that night? Instead of saying, above all others, it is you. Mm -hmm. It is you. And then we did wrap up our seminar and I have to share this with you guys. So you guys know how we end every mm-hmm. show. And so as we sign, that's how we sign our books. If you get a, if you get a book from us, an actual paperback, um, the soft cover, we sign it. Love you guys. That's just our signature sign off. And so it was very cute because we had to explain it to them um, because otherwise people are like, 
Why what, are you what, what does this mean? Love, love you guys. That's you're using that word kind of flippantly, and and so it was really great as we were leaving, getting dropped off at the airport. Sunday morning, Bob Menzel had taken us to the airport, and we'd had a great time of talk and prayer. And and um, as he's heading back to the car, you just hear this little shout out over the car where he says, "We love you guys." Yeah. And it was just such an. Um, uh, a phenomenal way to wrap up the weekend just to have that delivered back to us. Mm-hmm. And um, we will not forget you in Michigan anytime soon. You are a whole new group of friends that we are blessed beyond words to have shared the weekend with you. Mm-hmm. Um, those of you listening from Michigan can't wait to hear the stories of transformation in your marriage. And we want to hear your successes. And if you've got challenges, we want to hear them. And, and that goes for all of you listening. We want to be a part of your, of your marriage. You've invited us in. Share with us what's going on with you. Yeah, definitely. All right, you guys. Thank you for an amazing week. We love you and enjoy your day.